Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about everything, apparently, because there's a ton of trailers and a ton of news. Uh, so our featured story is going to be uh, from the Brazilian comic show uh, called something. I don't remember. Um, all the trailers. There it is. Experience. Yes. So we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hey everyone, this is Dylan. And I'm Michael. That's right. CCXP, Comic-Con Experience, uh, was in Brazil uh, this past weekend, and a bunch of trailers came out of it. I'm sure you've all seen them by now, and we are going to talk about them in our review portion, uh, so at the end of the show. But before we do that, we got to get to our news. So Dylan, what did you find this week that isn't a trailer from CCXP? Yeah, admittedly, most of the news is from CCXP, but there's still some that um, is either like not a trailer or you know, something, something extra that come out of CCXP. But um, one of them that I thought was interesting was uh, some like Warner Brothers HBO Max stuff. Okay. Um, the UK TV conference happened in London last week. And um, there were a couple like DC tidbits and Warner Brothers tidbits. One of the, uh, one of the Warner Brothers things was, and like to catch everyone up, this was, this is post discovery plus uh, acquiring Warner media and HBO Max and all of its assets um it's been revealed that they are attempting to drop hbo from the hbo max title and potentially just calling it max um, the streaming service called max um, okay how, I how hate do you feel it. about that you you grimaced uh, i hate tell it tell me tell me about that um well that just doesn't <laughs> mean anything max is is a descriptor that is used on many things you know it's, it's cinem- cinemax right um it's it it's just flavor. it's not a brand yeah it's like calling something power. Like I don't know. Like, yeah. All right. Oh yeah, I got my Max subscription. Although Max, although content. to be fair, if someone said to you, Dylan, I just signed up for Max, you know what they're talking about already without them saying HBO. Yeah. So that is, I guess, the the pushing back against my own argument. Um, I still it's think like it's saying stupid. Prime. You know. Yeah. Like, right. You know. I don't have to say Amazon Prime. But what does that mean, though? What does that actually mean that they're wanting to remove the HBO branding? Okay, that, so oh, is there, what is there that tea? means is oh no, there's um speculation basically. Ooh, I do love speculation. It's like rumor territory. So sounds like tea. I don't know exactly who makes rules and how they work with the whole monopoly situation, but Discovery was allowed to acquire Warner Media, which a lot of people were already against. But um, some people theorize that like they're kind of out of their league with. Um, you know, spearheading this whole department and their plan is to like fix it up a bit and then sell it to someone else, you know? Yeah. Um, like get it in order and then and then sell it. Um, like David Zaslav, who is the head of a that makes sense. Discovery Plus. Um so it's like allowed... house flipping, but with an yeah. entertainment brand. And they're not allowed to sell oh. until 2024, which isn't That's that far not away. That far. But the rumor is um in Tinseltown. Okay. No, that um their plan is to acquire Warner Media, which they did, and HBO Max and all of its subscribers. Um, merge Discovery Plus and HBO Max, which they've confirmed that they're doing. So they're gonna merge the two, they're gonna get all the subscribers for HBO Max, um, and then sell off Warner Media and all of its assets. So Harry Potter, DC, um, Cartoon Network, um, wow. you know, all of those things to someone else. So those would be they would still have Max, um, and all of its subscribers, but all of the Warner Brothers content would go somewhere else. Hence HBO not being in the title anymore. 
Wow. So if they plan to keep Warner Brothers for good, people theorize that they would call it like Warner Max or something like that, something branded, you know? Sure. But the line of thinking is, oh, well, they're just like erasing Warner Brothers. So it seems like maybe they're planning for the future to retain Max and get rid of the Warner assets. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. I that I I don't, I don't know, know if they're going to be able to retain all the subscribers. If No way. Like, I I would bail on it. Yeah, I get it for HBO, you know? So, right. I would, if you don't have White Lotus, what am I there for? Right. If you don't have the Sopranos back catalog, why do I have it? You know? Yeah. I only subscribe for Jennifer Coolidge content. So, I don't <laughs> Exclusively. know what to do after that. Unless she gets a Discovery Plus show, like a home renovation thing. But, I mean, that, things have happened. That, that would fit, though. Exactly. But that's the T. And also um, they announced that they are nearing a deal with Amazon to produce DC branded uh, animation content. Okay. Um, Kind of also, um, you know, strengthens that theory because if they were really trying to invest in their own Warner uh, uh, brand, they would probably keep it in house, you know? Right. So now they're outsourcing it to Amazon to like get in some more cash, you know, which makes sense. But it's like the opposite of the Disney approach, which is like everything will be here. Everything we own is here. This is ours. You know, it's like the complete opposite. So it's just a weird. Interesting. It. Hmm. What do you think? What's the better business model? Is it the, the Disney model of everything I own lives on this service? Or is it the Sega model? where Sega used to make their own consoles and their own games that would only go on those consoles. And then they're like, Hey, you know what? Sonic can be on Nintendo and Xbox and PlayStation. And why not, you know, just sort of license your own products out. And I don't know if you, I don't know which way makes you more money in the streaming business. The streaming just financials are just so weird anyway, and clearly not sustainable the way it currently is. True. Like, We're in another cable war situation, right? This is the whole point. Remember, remember when not to not to be a member when, but remember when like this truly was the alternative. Like you get Netflix, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna cancel my cable subscription. Cutting the cord. Cutting the cord. And yeah. now it's just I have now 15, I have thousand cords. You know. Yeah. It's just you're but getting... it's lots of smaller bills, so it's okay. Well, it's, yeah, it's. It, I mean, continuing the video game analogy, it's just what happened to video game downloadable content. Uh, they became microtransactions rather than buying a thirty dollars season pass, you buy a two dollars skin every other week, you know, or whatever it is. You know, you buy your V bucks and then you just go nuts. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Um, I don't have an answer for you as to what's better. I don't think they know either. Um, yeah. I can tell you, I think the, like the quick cash situation is what discovery is doing. And then like the long game is what Disney's doing. Cause you make yeah. a lot of money licensing it. Like when Marvel gave, or when Disney gave, um, some Marvel content to Netflix, you know, like you get money from that or when all the, uh, CW shows would go two weeks later onto Netflix, like right. licensing, it brings in a lot of money. So I don't know. It's like syndication. <laughs> But in the know. long game, it's like your your streaming platform has no brand now and no reliability. So I don't really it doesn't as a consumer, I don't like it as much. Or trustworthiness. Like, I don't know. Like I 
I wish they would just trust themselves because Warner Brothers is like the only company with a catalog that could rival Disney, you know? Like for real. They have lots lots of really strong IPs and they just don't like believe in it, it seems like. Right. Meanwhile, Paramount Plus out here is still just chugging along. Like the fact that there aren't like HBO Max like good DC shows and like HBO Max Harry Potter live action. It makes no sense. Like who's leaving money on the table? I really don't understand it. Right. It's like why do you think we have so many Star Wars properties announced? Not because of the creative integrity of the people making them. Well, maybe the people making them, but the people deciding to allow them to be made see that there's yeah. a bunch of money to be had. You know, like clearly you could do Fantastic Beast shows at the very least. If the Harry Potter brand is tainted by J.K. Rowling being, you know, have someone else do it. Yeah. Right. Just. Or just announce like literally everyone would sign up if they were like, here's House of Weasley or something like tied to the original Harry Potter movies. Oh, man, please lose their minds. Whatever. House of Weasley. You know what I mean? Is that the uh, Game of Thrones crossover? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the House of Harkness uh, crossover. Oh, excuse me. Okay, so more DC news. Um, We got a poster at CCXP for the first poster for the Blue Beetle movie, which We still don't fully believe in, but um, no, this is a good sign that they're advertising it. There's a poster that says only in theaters August 18th. So before prior to this, it was like pretty much rumored that they moved it from HBO to theaters. But now it seems to confirm that. Um, okay. No trailer or anything, but they remember that it exists. So it's hey, farther than know, that girl. Oof. I mean, that's she didn't good. get a poster. She didn't? I guess she did. We got production stills, or what? We got like they released like a couple of like promo stills, yeah, but no poster. So wow. Well, okay, then I guess it's real at that point. One step forward. It's and, and it's, the poster is nice. Yeah, the beetle is nice. I mean, you, I mean, what else do you want? And it's twenty twenty three is the date. So who knows? Oh, do they have a real date? August eighteenth. Okay. So that's pretty soon. Yeah. I mean, that that says to me that it's mostly done if they're putting a date that's like less than a year away. Well, I have um some Sopranos news, Michael. Ooh. F- not really. Wow. Not really. Um okay, did let's... you watch The Many Saints of Newark? I did not. I heard it was mid. Wow. Okay. Well, I think you're right. That's what I heard too. Yeah. Um but as you know, that starred uh, Michael Gandolfini. Yes. The son of James Gandolfini. Yes. Um, as he, he was a young Tony Soprano, right? He, yeah, he was. He, and he looked, it looked like he was doing a good job. But I mean, again, I didn't, I didn't watch the show. Well, he's reportedly been cast in the Daredevil Born Again TV series. Really? And the rumor is. Who, who is he, Dylan? Who is he? You know, you already know. No, no way. Mm-mm. Could it, could it be um, Kingpin? Son of Kingpin, Kingpin's well, yeah, son, yeah, yeah. one King, of the children. Kingpin, Kingpin Jr. Yeah. Um, is this one of those two on the nose situations that you don't like, Michael? No, that's fine. I, I mean, I, I actually, I mean, I wouldn't have if you told me that we're casting Kingpin too. I wouldn't have said, you know, who's perfect is Michael Gandolfini. Um, I think. I don't know. I feel. I feel the opposite. Well, I don't know how I feel. I number one, I don't really care, but I do think. Because I haven't seen him act, so I have no like real opinion about whether he's just like a nepo baby uh, actor or if he's like well, any. I mean, 
many saints of newark is its own little microcosm i feel like you can't even call that a nepotism casting just because he's literally playing his dad as, a, as like a younger version of his of his own actual father so like i guess that like that just makes sense to me but that's like, like super nepotism at that point well okay see i disagree like but it has more of a, re- a warrant i agree yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like th- th- there's grounds for that like it's not like i don't know but that clearly led to this or oh, his, absolutely. Father, his father playing Tony Soprano led to this, you know? So true. This one is more. Uh, oh, absolutely. If he's playing another mob related character in another property, it's like, okay, it's just, well, James Gandolfini's dead. So uh, what about his kid? Yeah, I don't you know? know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. And I, I um, love James Gandolfini as an actor. I thought he was phenomenal. Um, and not just as a brand. He was fantastic in many things. Um, and honestly, if he'd lived, he might have been Kingpin. I think. I think was he? He was starting alive to live when Kingpin uh, no. was no. Oh, you know what? He was alive when the movie came out. When Kingpin was Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, yeah. Was he but, not alive for the Netflix one though? No, Mm-mm. I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, when did when did that come out? Let's see. Um, he I died don't... in 2013. Yeah. So and that... Netflix season one came out in 2015. Yeah. So do you think they would have cast him? If uh... I, I mean, I think obviously that's great casting, but um, I, I but I would never complain with D'Onofrio, who is clearly phenomenal and excels yeah, in that role. Yeah, that's true. But also, Jim Gandolfini probably wouldn't have taken that role. He sort of had like, it was very trying. He was trying very hard not to be typecast as Tony Soprano. I did see him in a, I don't remember what it was called. It was a rom-com with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, uh, yes. Enough said. That, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, he was good in that movie. He wasn't Tony Soprano in that one. No. Um <laughs> Okay, I got one more, one final story. Okay, what you And got? this one's a doozy, Michael. A, d- a doozy? No, not really. Um, so as we know, we are, it's actually happening. Um, Avatar oh, The Way of Water is coming out. It's here. It's upon us, Michael. Uh, you can't escape it any longer. Has my I, theater been calibrated? I sure hope so, because you're in for a wild ride. Oh, I haven't switched my first... t- I haven't switched my tickets from Dolby to IMAX yet. You need to. Do it right now. Um, Daddy Cameron will be mad if you don't. <laughs> Daddy Cameron? I'm not. That's, uh, no. One of our listeners called him that today, and uh, it really stuck with me. It resonated, you know? Daddy Cameron. <laughs> Okay, um, you know what? That's pretty. I like Daddy Cameron. Um, it's like Zaddy uh, Snyder, you know. <laughs> but like, I feel like it's way worse. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> I like it though because a lot of people have made it their whole personality to hate James Cameron. It's like a weird. True. It's like listen. I don't want to trigger anyone, but it's like the people who act like they're being tortured if they hear like a Christmas song. Before yes. December, you know, it's right? Like, I I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like the girls who would scream if the lights went out in school, like if <laughs> yes, it's that. But right. it's oh my god, James, James Cameron. Ah! Yeah, um, right, right, it's like right. the same energy to me. Um, I get anyway, that. Yeah, I get uh, that. The first, that's, that's the a great poll. The first critic reactions have come out for Way of Water, and Michael, you're not okay. prepared. Okay, is, you're is not prepared for what the, what they're saying. Um, I'm not. I'll, I'll pull out a few. Like they're all they're all positive, obviously. No kidding. Um, just as a reminder, it's three hours and ten minutes, so Ugh. it's like 
pretty lengthy. Um, it's an awe-inspiring blend between a nature documentary and a blockbuster, a thrilling nature documentary travelogue through the oceans of Pandora. Travelogue. Um, it's a filmmaking achievement, striking a great balance between technical and emotional. 48 frames per second 3D experience features some of the most jaw-dropping immersion I've ever seen. Um, it pushes CGI to places and uses the word family more than any FF movie. Not sure what that means, uh, but oh, we'll see. Really? That's an interesting bring-up. Yeah. Um, it's miraculously realized, underwater stuff glorious, and it is the first movie to feature mocap underwater. Just saying. There's that, too. Really? Um, someone, okay. someone who liked but didn't love the first Avatar, I'll tell you, The Way of Water Blew Me Away, Visually Superior, Storytelling and Performances, A Sequel Left My Jaw on the Ground the entire time. James, James Cameron is a god of sequels. Jim, Jim Cameron is a god. Daddy Cameron's <laughs> a god of sequels. Um, Jaddy. Creative Plays with Frame Rate, uh, Never Re- Boring. Creative Plays uh, with Frame Rate? I don't know what this means, Michael. I've kind of been unplugged the way you have. Like, I haven't like sought I've out paid too much no information about this to this movie. But other I, than I know it's coming. I scrolled through all of them, Michael. Like every critic, pretty much, and I can't yeah. find one that said anything less than my mind Stellar. is blown. I'm, yeah. Um, oh. So I'm like, I don't know what that means. Uh, well, does that make you less? Excited for the movie or more? If someone's <laughs> like, everyone loves this, you must love it too. Does that like, ugh, I don't Ooh, know. You know, I don't know. No, no, it doesn't make me want to hate it or anything. It just makes me. I'm, it makes me curious. Like, I'm, what are they I'm, talking about? I'm definitely, my interest is peaked because I, I think we sort of talked ourselves into it's going to be basically the same as the first with a better visual upgrade. But not, what? Li- not like so the striking. same. Right, like because the first one was striking. I guess I don't remember. Again, we've as we've talked about many times, I have not watched it in years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the first one was the most striking because of the 3D. And then upon watching it at home, you remember the 3D and the first experience and whatever. But like, I don't think it like I don't recall it looking pre- like. I mean, I know it looks good, but like, I don't think it was the visual smorgasbord that this is being made out to be. I think I it know. was, but I like remember, I remember it a little bit differently, I think, but okay. I, I really, I honestly don't remember. I know I saw it in theaters a couple of times. I just um, don't remember like back when I had free time being fully immersed in like full CGI characters, which has like never happened for me before. You know what I mean? Sure. Even today when there's a CGI character, I'm like, Oh, Hulk looks kind of weird, you know, or like, Oh, that's young Luke. It's like right. no one's achieved that again, in my opinion. But um I don't disagree with you there. Hmm. Wow. We, okay. We we know not to doubt Daddy Cameron though, you know? Like no. why we would don't you? bet against him. We doubt maybe whether that will will enjoy it, but we don't bet against him, you know. I mean Is true. this an aliens situation where the sequel is gonna like be amazing? We'll see. Um, I guess we'll find out. But I'm more looking forward to Battle for Pandora. You know, Dylan. I don't know if you know that one. The uh, the asylum who makes um all the not all the mockumentary or the mockbusters. They've got their uh, they've got Battle for Pandora coming out um this month as well, uh, and a trailer just came out for it, and it looks incredible. Is it like painted people or is it CGI? Oh, oh, you know it's painted people, Dylan. It's they don't have they don't Dang. have that kind of money. Um, right, I don't know what I asked that. Yeah, uh, I just sent you the the poster to the to the Discord. Um, it looks yeah. incredible. 
anyway, looks like face off the TV show. It, it looks terrible. Uh, but I well, you're gonna be oh, you know what? You, you're gonna see Way of Water before we record. No, no, you're seeing it after we record. Okay, cool. Next week, yeah, make it sure. Excellent. Well, we'll pre rank it next week, but I guess that's it. Um, let's hear about that live sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back. And before we get to my news, we're going to talk about our picks of the week. Um, I am going to go first. I'm picking dragons i'm sorry dungeons and dragons dragon lance <laughs> shadow of the dragon queen the new book that comes out this week available at all bedrock city locations and it is the revival of a very beloved fan favorite setting dragon lance with the original creators attached to it margaret margaret hickman and i'm sorry margaret weiss and tracy hickman um very excited to have this uh come back to uh to the fold so come come get your alternate art books as well nice yeah my pick is Marvel's uh, next big event. It's called Dark Web. It's a crossover between the Spider-Man family and the X-Men family because it features um, Ben Riley, who's evil right now, and Madeline Pryor teaming up to like bring back Inferno or something like that. Uh, so it's got like Venom, Spider-Man, and a bunch of X-Men. And it seems like a, a fun crossover written by Zeb Wells and drawn by Adam Kubert. Okay. Yeah, very cool. We didn't get ours yet. Our our delay uh, affected all of our dark web, unfortunately. But hopefully by Thursday we should have all that out. I know uh, this week we're gonna have some some weirdness with the the delays or the delays on some of the Marvel books, unfortunately. Just but, come in for the holiday party on Thursday. Yes. Maybe we'll have our books by then. They should know? be. Everyone should have their books by then. Hopefully. Um. Anyway, let's get to my news. Um. I've got a few things to talk about here. So my first is not. A news piece, it's kind of a news piece, but a little bit of a speculation and conspiracy theory here. Oh, um, so, I love that. So Mike Flanagan, Dylan. Uh, has we, signed, we love him. We do. He has signed a new overall deal with Amazon and will be moving over to make shows for <gasps> Prime Video. Right. Betrayal. Okay. At, the, at the House of Streaming. Yes. However, Dylan, as was reported by me a few weeks prior... Mike Flanagan spoke about wanting to make a Dark Tower series and how that was his yes. dream project. So let's say here, oh has Amazon brought him over to do that? So he's left the the Netflix, all of his hauntings. Midnight Club, I guess, didn't do as well as they were thinking or hoped. Um, and he had to, they, they ended canceled. up, uh, yeah, they canceled it. And then he had to, he put out a blog post telling you how it was going to end. Like big yikes all around. That's nice of him. Yeah. Um, but as I stated previously, Mike Flanagan has stated that his quote unquote dream project is to adapt Stephen King's The Dark Tower series. He called it his Mount Everest. Um, he says, it's my dream project. I keep coming back to it. 
Um, it has its own gravity. I can't get too far away from it for too long. Nothing would be a bigger honor or make me happier in my career than to be able to work on that. Now, if you recall, Amazon owns the rights to the Dark Tower. Um, they'd already killed a potential series adaptation from um, Glenn Mazzara from The Walking Dead, who they didn't like his treatment that he did for it. Um, but they've done Wheel of Time. They've done Rings of Power. They have the rights. So I think there's a possibility that this happens. Uh-oh. I think this happens. The stars are aligning. I think the wind is blowing, <laughs> my friends, for all my Dark Tower friends. So, you know, hold out hope, okay? I think maybe we're going to get... And if Mike Flanagan does Dark Tower, it's going to be good. It's going to absolutely be great. Um, So fingers I'm crossed in. on that one. Um, Will you read the books then, Dylan? Mm, I read the first one. I'm good. Okay. Wow. Okay. Very well. Um, so <laughs> we got a new trailer kind of for the new D and D movie honor among thieves. Um, and it's, it's, I say it's a kind of a trailer cause they do show some new stuff, but it's also a lot of, it's like a featurette. Like they have like the cast talking to the screen or talking to the camera, talking about how fun yeah. it was to make the movie and jokes and things. And I'm going to be completely honest as it made me less excited for the movie. It looks really hokey. Yeah, it looks bad. It looks real hokey. Like the first trailer I thought looked fine. Like fine, like cheap, cheap and what I would expect from a D&D movie, but like hope hopeful that it wasn't going to be not terrible. Right. And then boy, boy, this looks big, big, bad. Just um, everything about it is giving big budget flop. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, it, it just reeks of that energy. It's like. It's giving like Ready Player One, like real steel, like I don't know. World <laughs> Ready Player One War- better than yeah, World of Warcraft. Ready Player One was Ready that Player big One of a was flop, fine, was but it flopped. Did it? Okay, but but, the, but maybe that's what we're hoping for, Michael. Is that this movie is watchable, but it's not going to make any money. We it know looks, that, but no, it looks pretty bad. Um, and I think like yeah. the D and D um, like general audience hype is gone. Like I think like the you know, I like Stranger Things energy isn't there in the general in the general populace at the moment. Like even in, if it was like I feel like they should have gone for something like atmospheric and tonal like Stranger Things. This just looks like a SNL skit, you know, like no devoid of any like well, um no, it like, looks like World of Warcraft. Tone. It looks like any just gray sepia, you know what I mean? Or it's just a brown color palette boring early 2000s action movie like exactly but like i feel like the move would have been to make it a little bit more like edgy like right. things, you know yeah put some synth wave in it make it just yeah. do it to do your own thing with it um so know. there we go we'll probably still see it um or maybe we won't <laughs> i don't hype. know i'm big hype um give me another trailer it. that makes it look better um speaking of trailers that i think are pretty fun uh we got a trailer for <laughs> cocaine bear um I, the poster came out last week the day before the day we recorded but i didn't put it on the news because it's just a poster yeah uh, and it's not a poster for something like blue beetle not a you know like that's less news the cocaine bear poster isn't newsworthy for us it was just a bear it's just a bear <laughs> but anyway we have the we got a trailer for the film that's coming out in february 2023 starring elizabeth banks and and ray Liotta. um I think this trailer is fantastic. I loved it. I thought it was very funny. Um, if you don't know the story, it is a 
Uh, true story that in December of 1985, a um, 80 kilogram black bear, quote, died of an overdose of cocaine after discovering a batch of the new drug. Uh, the cocaine was apparently dropped from a plane piloted by some person, a drug smuggler who died uh, that same year. Um, and he was carrying a heavy load while parachuting. Um, and then the bear was found in northern Georgia among 40 opened plastic containers with traces of cocaine. So the bear, you know, got ripped. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so this is that idea. But what if the bear <laughs> went on a murder, murder spree? Uh, it looks hilarious to me. I don't know. I thought the trailer was pretty solid. What do you think, Dylan? Yeah, it looks really funny. Um, it's just like that Revenant scene. It's exactly like yeah. that, but for but, an hour and a half. But with milky. but with Grandmaster Flash's white lines playing in the background. <laughs> and honestly, I think Ray Liotta is excellent casting for this movie. Um, I'm about it. Go watch the trailer for this. It's super fun. I like, I can't remember the, what the actress's name is, the main actress. but Elizabeth um, Banks? Or Car- oh, Carrie Russell? No. Elizabeth Banks is the director. Sorry, um, Carrie, Carrie Russell. Russell. I, li- I like her a lot. So yeah, I do I like know. Carrie Russell. This looks really fun. I got I mean, it. I got this trailer in front of Violet Night, and it's like a perfect. Oh, that that makes like. sense. Yeah. Um, did you like Violet Night? By the way, it was really solid. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Three stars. Um, okay. So uh, also, I would recommend going to check out the trailer for Cocaine Bear. Um, do it. So I'm gonna go next with the. You might have been wondering what uh, Bong Joon Ho up to. Dylan, you might have been wondering. <laughs> I've I wonder that every day. I, I think about it every day. Um, I we I don't know if we've covered this uh or not. I don't it doesn't sound familiar to me. Um, but he me is either. adapting a novel called Mickey Seven, um to make a movie called Mickey 17. Um, we got a teaser trailer. Now the film does not come out till March 29th, 2024. So, you know, that's cool to get a teaser yeah. a full year before the movie's going to come out. Uh, but it's starring Robert Pattinson, Tony Collette, Stephen Yoon, Mark Ruffalo, and uh, Naomi Ackie. Um, and the trailer is definitely full of atmosphere. Um, the plot synopsis on Amazon is the Martian meets dark matter in Edward Ashton's high concept science fiction thriller in Mickey seven, a quote, expandable, uh, a, I'm sorry, a quote, expendable, refuses to let his replacement clone, Mickey 8, take his place. Uh, Mickey 7 is an expendable, a disposable human, uh, and a disposable employee on a human expedition sent to colonize the ice world Niflheim. Whenever there's a mission that's too dangerous, even suicidal, the crew turns to Mickey. After one iteration's die, after one iteration dies, a new body is regenerated with most of his memories intact. After six deaths, Mickey Seven understands the terms of the deal and why it was only that colonial position unfilled when he took it. So, uh, and there's a lot more, but you get the yeah. drift. Um, I think that's an awesome project for Bong Joon Ho. I think that looks really cool. Um, the trailer. I don't love the square aspect ratio, but <laughs> you know, I guess we're doing it. We love Bong Joon Ho. He can do no wrong. That's you true. Know? And this cast, come on now. I mean, come this is now. gonna be great. Yeah. This is absolutely gonna be great. Go check out the teaser for this. It doesn't give you much other than vibes and tone. Robert but that's in, in like a a weird blue like capsule thing. Yeah. Capsule, yeah. Um, but it looks really cool. Um my last trailer here to talk about is from a movie called Skinamarink. Dylan, have you heard of this? 
No. Okay. I hadn't heard of this until today. Um, apparently, though, it's been like this sort of viral TikTok and Twitter thing. Um, so it's a movie made by Kyle Edward Ball, um, who this is his first film. Um, first of all, it's going to be released in January via IFC Midnight uh, for a, th- a small theatrical release and then uh, Shutter later in 2023. So um, the gimmicks here is Kyle Edward Ball has a YouTube channel where people will comment with nightmares they've had, and he would recreate them. Uh, He says, quote, the most commonly shared one was basically the same concept. I'm between the ages of six to 10. I'm in my parents' house. My parents are either dead or missing, and there's a threat I have to deal with. I was interested in that because I have a vivid nightmare from that time too. I thought it was amazing that almost everyone seems to have this dream. So I wanted to explore this thing. I just ran with it and turned it into a movie. Um, And so this is a absolute micro budget of a film. Uh, It's $15,000 budget. Um, <laughs> nothing, nothing. I, I can't think of the last time a movie that low of a budget got a theatrical release. Um, but anyway, the trailer came out and I, it's, it's very heavy on atmosphere and vibes tone again, very much like Mickey 17, but not with the polish, obviously. Yeah. Um, it styles itself after, uh, a dusty 1970s family movie, like, you know, something pulled from an attic. Um, What'd you think of the trailer, Dylan? I, it did, it did everything it needed to do for me. Yeah, it it served creepy. Uh, right, that's it, that, that's all you want. I thought the like vintage, like grainy look was a good way to cover up that it's right. not polished and super cheap. Like it's a good mask to put on something. Um, but like it did creep me out. So like, I, it's the narration it's like was really paranormal, good. Paranormal activity a little bit it seems like. right. Um, and it's so according so that's referenced in this article. Um, so unlike previous micro budget hits like Blair Witch or Paranormal Activity, Skinnamarink is not found footage or improvised. Um, so it is a fully scripted film, um, made for the price of a premium pre-owned vehicle. Um, it's, it's out there though. You, so the, you can go stream it and, well, you can go torrent it. Um, unfortunately. So the director talks about it and he says, it's, I feel weird about it because I made the movie very cheap. And I think it's unfortunate that people are seeing it um, illegally. However, I'm very happy that people are seeing my movie and loving it because he's not a filmmaker, right? Like he's, yeah, this is his first movie. Um, but Skin of Marink <laughs> is currently sitting number 12 on top 50 horror films of 2022 on Letterboxd um, ahead of the black phone and bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, so go out and look for it. Um, the director, uh, uh, Jane uh, Schoenburn, uh, who directed We're All Going to the World's Fair that came out last year. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very cool movie. Very great horror movie. She's really putting this movie over. Calls it a, uh, quote, uniquely scary work of art. So I'm very looking forward to Skin and Marink. Uh, the go budget the... kind of pisses me off. It's what? like, did they not pay anyone? Like, how is it? Oh, okay. You know? So, uh, So I can tell you. Um, the first challenge, Ball, a first-time filmmaker, needed to raise funds and was able to scrape together about $15,000, mostly through crowdfunding. From there, he was able to make every dollar count sh- for, from shooting for free in his childhood home in Edmonton, Canada, to borrowing equipment <laughs> from the Film and Video Arts Society in Alberta, a nonprofit uh, that helps independent filmmakers. So I'm guessing most of that went to props and cast and film itself. Um, so, yeah. Um, it seems like a... Illegal. I mean... It feels illegal. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. Like, did they pay them? I feel like it's like when you're moving and you offer like pizza and beer. Pizza and beer come help you move. It's like well, I mean, here. I think I think the 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 pay rate for actors is different when you're making a movie from you know a YouTube budget. You know, True. I think it's like, hey, I'll give you a grand if you're in the movie. But also, I don't know how many people are in this thing. It can't be more than like five or six. Probably just these kids who work for free, and then the director who got like five hundred bucks. You know, right? It's like, and they had to buy everything else. Yeah. Um. We'll see, but um, go look I'm at the trailer. The trailer looks really solid. Um, all the reviews are great. Um, anyway, so there's that. Um, let's hear about these tabletop events. Now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server. Kicking it off with Keyforge. We run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee, however we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and sign-ups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at our Katy and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back, and we are going to talk about all of the news that came out of CCXP um, this past weekend, I believe it was, uh, Saturday Yeah, in uh, Brazil. Uh, big Comic-Con experience. I, don't, I didn't even know this thing was happening until all these trailers started coming out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, right. So, Dylan, you want to take us through it? Sure. So the biggest one was, or you know, the biggest one for us was Guardians of the Galaxy three, yes. volume three, James Gunn's uh, Marvel swan song, um, since he's now Mister DC, right? Um, it's gotta be weird for them to promote, right? Like, yeah, I'm wondering if he's gonna go on like a big press tour like he normally does, or if he's gonna like just tweet about it. Of interest, I don't know. Um, but yeah, we got our first real trailer for it. Um, it featured Adam Warlock, our first look at Adam Warlock and, uh, you know, the Guardians in their new suits, which is like now consists of Star-Lord, Mantis, Nebula, Drax, and Groot, and Cosmos there, and yes. Rocket. And um, we got to see uh, Gamora, the time-displaced Gamora, um, not mm-hmm. the one we know, um, some shots of that. But I thought, like, more than anything, my takeaway from the trailer was, like, Number one, trailer's going to be misleading about like what the tone of it is, but it looked like a lot more somber and um, it did right like, sad than what I'm used to from James Gunn. So I'm hoping I hope the movie matches the trailer tone. Me too. Um, I think it the the trailer was really good, and I agree with you. It did look um, a lot more somber or reserved, maybe less silly. Yeah, um, I almost crying. Right? But maybe that's a swerve, right? I don't know. I don't know. Someone's going to die. Oh, oh, absolutely. Someone's dying. 100% someone's dying. Um, and it's Drax. 
And wh- who's dying and why is it Drax? <laughs> right. I mean, it's come on, it's Drax. Because we already we did like- Groot. We already killed Groot once. Um, right. Rocket would be pretty sad, especially since we're getting his backstory in this oh, movie. Oh, man. That would be, be too much. I can't deal with that. That'd be a gut punch. I don't even know if Marvel would do that. You know? That's a big one. That's like killing Daryl in The Walking Dead. <laughs> or like Cosmo. That'd be pretty sad, too. We don't really know Cosmo that well, but they are—they do look like a dog, so that'd be sad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know who's going to die. Drax. I'm going with Drax. A nice, easy yeah. one. But is that like too much of like a softball? Yeah, anyone... of course. I know there's Drax fans, but would, would that be like a big gut punch? Because I feel like he's the most detached from the rest of the team, like emotionally. You know what I mean? He's got no real connection. That's true. I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. Now the trailer had me more hyped than the holiday special did, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. Oh, that's right. You hated that. And you said I didn't like, hate it. <laughs> I but I, I you said you're I, done with Marvel and that the MCU is on a down in a downfall, right? I did, I did. I, d- yeah, I said I that you know the this woke MCU business is too much for me. It's too we political. Remember. Play back the last episode. You'll hear. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go replace it with our Delete BBS it. review. It just says I love holiday special, and then that's the whole <laughs> review. Um, I really like the suits, the comic accurate matchy uh, yes suits. Um, did you see? There was a funny moment online, um, uh, James Gunn interaction with this Michael that I thought you would appreciate. Um, okay. There's the part of the trailer where they're all in like multicolored spacesuits and they're jumping into space. There's like a red one, a yellow one, a blue one, like solid multicolor ones. And it's clearly like an homage to 2001, um, like the suits, you know, the spacesuits. Right. And someone on Twitter was like earnestly saying that James Gunn was inspired by Among Us. Uh-huh. Um, for that, and then he was like, "No, it's 2001: Space Odyssey." <laughs> but you know, like, you I mean, you can't it, drag people for not knowing things, but like, it is, it is funny regardless. I think. That's that's so funny. It's stuff like that happens all the time, though. It's like it does people not knowing that the 2003 Texas Chainsaw is a remake. You know, things like that. Like, just just aren't aware of like older. It just doesn't happen. And the older you get, the more you. Like sort of take it take it for granted yeah. the amount of knowledge that you've accumulated over the years, you know. It's like it ends up coming up at work all the time because I have two employees that are twenty years old, you know. And well, one's I have one that's eighteen, and so um, they just haven't seen a lot of movies, you know. And so we'll get into it about like is is it really surprising that a current eighteen year old hasn't seen Back to the Future? No. I don't no. think that's surprising at all. Mm-mm. I'd be surprised if they hadn't seen like, you know, Avengers. Yeah, because they grew up with that. Right. But Back to the Future? Ghostbusters? Mm-mm. Star Wars? Yes, I would be surprised if they hadn't seen Star Wars. But Back to the Future was the one that we were specifically arguing about the other day. Like, no, I don't think every 18-year-old has seen that. I, I don't think it should be expected. No, but, absolutely um, not. Right? But um, they have all played Among Us. They ha- that that is true. They have all played Among Us, and I don't think any of them. I don't know. I think only Matt at my store has probably seen two thousand one, and Matt hates two thousand one. Oh, interesting. Do you remember when we made Ron watch two thousand one, Dylan? I don't think I was on for that one. Oh, that was so good. We did a Stanley Kubrick creator spotlight. Go go back, uh, That's wild listeners. Go back 
it's five years ago uh when me and Hyde I guess made did a creator spotlight on Stanley Kubrick and we made Ron watch 2001 it was great excellent <laughs> well so good it's nice that um I guess James kind of is paying homage to Among Us. So Among Us, we all love cool. Among Us. Sus, it's a little sus, Dylan. Well, yeah, the su- sussy guardians of the galaxy. I think James Gunn oh. should have run with it, though. Yeah, he probably he is the type to troll like that. Um, right, but does James Gunn know what Among Us is? Maybe I don't know. He googled it. Yeah. Um, okay, by the way, this comes out May 5th, 2023. It's the premier Marvel title next Ooh. year. You know, the the high-quality slot. Okay. Um, but I'm very hyped for it. I hope... My biggest hope for this movie is that it's, like, nicely... It's like, there's no, like, loose threads, and it's, like, tied with a bow, you know? Like, right. I know it's MCU, and we're going to see these characters, some of them again, but, like, it'd be nice if this trilogy, like... This would be the first... Am I wrong? First Marvel um, trilogy with the same director for all three. Ah, uh, yeah. I did two. I did two. Yeah, that's it. I mean, how okay. many of the trilogies are there? Right? There's, there's Cap, Iron Man, Ant Man. Um, yeah, yeah those are all so. different. Okay, and they're all oh, different. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that would be nice if they, because I, I think two is good, even though it's not as good as the first one, but like, it has the potential to be the best MCU trilogy. Because a lot of them have like a stinker in there, you know. That's true. Just saying, personally, that's what I think. So if he sticks to landing, it'd be like that'd be pretty cool. I I'm sure he will. I'm sure it'll be. Or he won't. I mean, did he know well, at this point at the point of making this movie? Did he know that he was going to be leaving? No, right? Did he check out? I don't think so. Because remember, he like had to like grovel to come back for this. Oh right, I forgot about that. He was yeah, fired. He was, from he was this, fired from it. Yeah. So I think he was, he was like more incentivized. Yeah, but either way, he had something to prove, I think, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he was like more incentivized to do his best. Right. Not check out. We'll see. I'm hyped for it. Um Definitely. okay, we also got uh another trailer for with our first trailer for Indiana Jones 5, otherwise known as Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny. Uh-huh. It's coming out June 30th, 2023. And I'll let you start. Um, I, okay, look, <laughs> just you're, you're, you're really just doing it. You're punting it to me. You're really doing it though. Right. Um, I'll tell you, I'm not a big indie fan. Uh, I, I have no nostalgia for them. I saw the first one when I was a kid. Uh, and then I've seen, I've seen them all over time at this point, but I, I've only I seen the first one in kingdom of the crystal skull. I have no love for this franchise. Um, so the trailer looks fine. I guess it looks like the other ones. It looks um, good. It looks fine. It it looks like um I mean it this feels really dismissive, but I guess it will be. It is. Um it it feels like um a cash in movie. Well, every yeah. Every, I mean every it, it feels like well fair enough, but like um it does I don't feel like any sort of I don't know. It just feels very um hollow to me. It is by James Mangold, who did Logan. So, like, okay, I feel like it's set up to be better than the last Indiana Jones, which was really poorly received, right? Or am mm-hmm. I wrong about yes. that? Yes, no, you're correct. Matt loves okay. it, but um, well, I think, but I, I don't know. I've never. I most people do not like Crystal Skull. 
I think we're um, in the minority in that we're not hyped for we this because like people are. are people are losing their minds about this, which like I mean, good very for them, man. Very happy for them. Yeah, I th people are brought to tears by the trailer. You know, like I think it's like really hitting the nostalgia factor that sure. So for some reason they didn't get I don't think in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and they are getting here. Um, well, Crystal Skull was a while ago. Yeah, right? like a decade or so. More than that, right? I don't know. Two thousand eight. <sighs> okay, yeah, that was, a, that was, that was fourteen ago. years ago. <clears throat> but, but yeah, regardless, anyway. I don't. This, this looks better than that. I think and, I, I uh, do too. It has Phoebe Waller Bridge, which I'm obsessed with. So. Now, am I gonna see it? No, uh, uh, I mean, unless we're reviewing it, then I'll see it. I mean, I'm. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, depends on what else is out that week. I mean, um, I'm just being honest. Like, I I have no desire to see any Indiana Jones movie. It had some solid de aging on Harrison Ford. It did. I, it did. It they did. could just make a Han Solo movie at this point, like another one. Just come on. He's never. He's never coming back to that character. If you throw enough money at him, he'll do anything. That is accurate. That is accurate. Look at the things he chooses. Um. So, I don't know, Michael. I don't, I'll see I'm, it. I mean, it uh, it looks better than D and D. Oh well, the bar <laughs> right. is in hell. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It looks very. It looks high quality. Oh, the like, abyss it looks still well in... made. Anyway, anyway so next anyway. movie. Uh, <laughs> um. We'll move on to a better movie, uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Um, it's here. Uh, it's you know, it's got that Beast Wars, <laughs> yeah, aesthetic. I don't. Okay, so I'm a Transformers uh, noob, I guess. Yeah, same. Well, dude. Noob, I'm not a big noob fan. Implies I'm into it now. Um, I'm tra and Transformer ignorant. Um, I liked Bumblebee. I did. It. That's the only one I've ever liked too, and I I think this one is sort of the um, restart, right? Uh, this is like um, the sort of a yeah, new but, chapter or a new. Yes, like, but it looks like the old ones to me. It looks like Michael Bay. It does, <laughs> it but he's not. Like he's not involved though. I know. That's why I'm like disappointed because Bumblebee I, didn't make a lot of money, and so they're clearly trying to like course correct to go back to the bad. Mind I'm trying makers? to remember if I liked the Bumblebee trailers because I liked the Bumblebee movie a lot. I really enjoyed it. I don't remember if the trailers were any good or not, or if they just felt like Michael Bay stuff. I think I liked them, but I'm not sure. But I was I, we're I probably could... pretty cautious because it was a Transformers movie, you know? Right. Um, um, but this trailer is fine. It looks, I mean, to me, it looks very samesies to, because the only Transformers I've seen are one, uh, five, and Bumblebee, and I only liked Bumblebee. Hmm. So, five was the last night, right? The yeah, sure. Because I saw it. They did the. They did the. I think six was the first Beast Wars one. I did fall asleep for one of them in IMAX. I can't remember which one it was. Yikes! The one before Bumblebee. Um, oh, the last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so no, I did. Transformium. That is trans. Oh my god. Yeah, so that I, I've seen one five Bumblebee, and I guess I will probably end up seeing this one. It does star Optimus Primal, but played by uh, Ron Perlman. I know you're pretty happy about that, Michael. Uh, Optimus Primal um, is the Beast Wars Optimus Prime, as we all know, Dylan. We all are big 
aware yes. of all the Transformers characters. He's the leader of the Maximals. And I'm not oh, reading from things to well, talk about this. I, I do like Ron, Perl- Ron Perlman, so that's a plus. People don't like him as Optimus Primal, though. Like, Why? I don't know. What does it matter? We need Hyde back on the show for this for this one to <laughs> Probably. explain it to me. Honestly. But I know Michelle Yeoh's in it voicing some robot, so I'll that'll be my favorite robot. Just uh, Transformer? Back. Are they robots? No. Uh, they're robots in disguise, Dylan. Oh, right. Uh, Stupid. I feel um, like robot is derogatory, though. Oh, absolutely. I'm My favorite character is going to be Mirage uh, by Pete Davidson. <laughs> Yeah, that's my, that's my favorite character. Um, well, Gosh. we'll be able to truly pick our favorites when it hits theaters on June 9th, twenty twenty three. For the rise of the beasts, I can't Will wait. Will Shia LaBeouf ever come back? Do you think, or Megan Fox? Uh, no, dude. Megan Fox, right. maybe Shia LaBeouf. No, man, no way. Ain't no way. Yeah, yeah. He they shouldn't. Let's say that. No, um, definitely not. Okay, so we also got our first real full Miss Big trailer for Last of Us, the HBO uh, game adaptation. Um, yes, based on yes, the 2013 video game, um, which you played. You I love the first game. Oh, okay. I never played two. Uh, I think the Last of Us Part One or the the Last of Us is the best game of that generation. Um, it, it is statement. And coming from a massive Xbox fanboy that's a PlayStation exclusive, that should tell you, give it a little bit more validity. Um, and I was working at GameStop at the time. I played a lot of games back that back then. Um, it was phenomenal. Love The Last of Us. Really, really good. That's um, a bold statement when Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon came out the same year. <laughs> you know, and they're Pikmin tough. Three. That you know, it's it's a it's a tough call. Um, but I gotta, I gotta give it to the last of us. Dang, have you, okay. have you played it? No, but I'm going to. So they, they did a weird thing with the last of us though. They did do a remaster on PS4 and mm-hmm. I don't understand why. Like it oh. doesn't look much better. Like it's. I purchased the remaster on PS5. Well, I mean, there's no reason not to. I mean, that's all you, that's all you can buy. But like the graphic upgrade from PS3 to PS4 is not so vast. As opposed to PS2 to PS3, like I get a God of War one and two remaster, that's a huge step. Yeah, but like it's PS3 to PS4, it. right? Exactly. It's just like you smooth it out a little bit, get some more money, just yeah. a way to get another sixty dollars out of you. But yeah, exactly. Um, but it's perfect for but, people like me who. Oh no, absolutely time. agree. And it is a phenomenal game. Um, will rip your okay. heart out. It's so good. Yeah, I know about the yeah. That sucks. That sucks if you know all the spoilers, but um, I know one spoiler. But um, the show. You know about like... the beginning scene? No. Oh man, the first the first thirty minutes of that game are awful, in in the best way. Okay. It does not go like you think it's gonna go. You're just like, oh no. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, this trailer is good. It I like really it a good. lot. It looks so good. Looks it very looks like faithful. something I'd watch regardless of being a video game adaptation. It doesn't you know? look like a video game adaptation, is what I think. It doesn't. It's a good point. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't know it was, I wouldn't say it was. You know, it doesn't have that aroma. Well, okay. So the real question here is, Michael, what will be the better? What will take the crown for best video game <laughs> adaptation, Mario or Last of Us? Honestly, probably Mario. But they're so um... similar; it's hard to compare. Um, 
I I, I bet I bet you Mario's gonna have better reviews. This is kids movie. They get they get. Uh, but this looks like so prestige, you know. I don't know. It does. It looks very good. But that first game, I think, is the best game Naughty Dog's ever made. Also, and that, it's very adaptable, right? It is. I mean, the game is basically a movie. Um, it that was that that was the style of game at the time that was very trendy. It's like single player games that have a, like thirty minute cutscenes that you just put the controller down for and watch. Um, and cool. like yeah, Metal Gear did that. Metal Gear had like there was a one cutscene that was like an hour, like and they didn't give any warning. It was a problem. Yeah, um, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. But um, um, that was very trendy, and the game is fan- fantastic and very adaptable. Like I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything that wouldn't translate over. You know. Yeah. It's but, not. It's not like making a, a Guitar Hero movie. You know. It's like. Well, I'm it, surprised that hasn't happened yet. We did get Trolls honestly, World Tour I, though. So same I am. Sur- I am surprised there was never a Guitar Hero movie. But Starting okay, with this trailer, people are people seem to be happy that Ashley Johnson is playing um, Ellie's mother. Who Ashley Johnson, who did the mocap for Ellie in the game, is playing Ellie's mother. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So that's pretty cool. Okay, and I think Troy cool. Baker is in it as well. I don't really? Know who he's playing though. Well, yeah. Isn't okay. Doesn't he suck though? Okay. Does but he? I don't know. Um. One of there's there's two people I the I haven't worked in video games in a long enough time that I don't remember. There's two people. There's two dudes who do like most video game voices. It's Troy Baker and then the other guy, and one of them sucks, and I don't know which one it is. Um, hmm. but anyway, but he is Troy Baker was very good. Um, as Joel, but Pedro, he has no controversy section on Wikipedia. Oh, so then it's probably not him. Okay. <laughs> okay. But it still um, could be. Pedro um, Pascal looks like he's going to be very good in this movie. He does. Is Monica losing her mind? Oh, of course. I can only imagine. The the desktop wallpaper on our back computer is a very <laughs> 90s MySpace type of Pedro collage, which was very embarrassing when I had to have a Diamond Comics remote tech support into our computer. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, I was just like, uh, please excuse the uh, Pedro no, Pascal don't, simple don't paper. It. It's funny. I didn't, um, actually. <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, Nolan North, by the way, is the other voice actor. Oh, we don't like him? I don't think so. I could just be completely wrong. Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Regardless, it looks good. Um, I'm going to watch. I'm trying to see how many episodes. It It comes out January 15th, but really soon. Um, Okay. But it's like, you know, it's going to be the premiere HBO thing airing at that time you know like the white lotus of that era so like i'm excited anything that's like that sunday night hbo like house of the dragon right the the destination watch that thing is it's like likely going to be good absolutely because that that is a true hbo product right now based on the game do you think this runs for one season or is it something that like warrants multiple seasons well there's two games and I never played right. the second one, but it was designed initially to be a single player game, a single entry. Um, but like I, the length of the game, is that like something that you would see for one season ga- or multiple? There's a, there is a strong midpoint ending in the game where there's like a um, a time jump. Okay. And that could be where you end season one. 
Okay. Could be. Oh, I, I, but I think it could also just, it could, it could honestly, there's a lot of stuff going on in this world, but video games play out a lot longer than TV shows do, or they can. So I think it could go either way, but I would, I would expect them to try to get at least two seasons out of this, out of the first game. It's supposed to be nine episodes, season one. That's not that many. Nine one-hour episodes. Do you think, would you be annoyed if they like stretched out or expanded upon things in the game? Or do you think it should be like strictly um, more faithful I, to what the game did? I Well, see, the game's always going to be there. Um, I think I, I fall into the Stephen King camp of the the adapted work does not affect your enjoyment of the original work. So I think that they should do a little bit of originality to it because like the whole thing that made the first last of us so enjoyable to me was that I truly did not know what was going to be, what was going to happen um, in the next hour of the gameplay. Like not, not that it's like, Oh my God, twist. Oh my God, twist. Just like it was so unpredictable. Um, and it, it was so emotionally uh, gripping and the tension was very good. And I think there's a lot you can play with. Like there's a lot you can do differently and still have the wraparound still be the same. Right. That's what I think. I think, I think it, I think it has to be different, but I think, I think there's bits that have to stay the same, but they don't, I guess. But I think there's bits that have to stay the same. Um, There's shots from the trailer that I remember from the game. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, definitely. Trailer is phenomenal. I, I was reading a little bit about it and it says that like it, it seems like season one might just adapt the first game. Okay. Um and the creator said that it's gonna keep the quote philosoph- ph- philosophical underpinnings of the story. And then as far as superficial things like should a character wear the same plaid shirt or the same red shirt, they might not appear in it. Um and they, he said that's way less important to it. Um, he said it will de- deviate greatly in some episodes, whatever that means. So then that's exactly what I, what I was saying then. It's like, I think like keep the overall themes the same, but yeah. you know, because when you they say you do have to have a little bit of like a moment at the end to end it, you know, and you like... also, but you also have to have, you can't just one-to-one adapt it because that's just that's boring, right? Like, then that's like, Lion King. Or that's like, a, what's his name? Psycho, right? The Color Psycho movie with Vince Vaughn and Anne Heche. Oh, I didn't um, see that. It's a, it's, it's a, it is truly attempted to be a one-to-one remake of the original film in color. Ugh. So just that's colorize so the original if it's that important to you. Like, it's very weird. Like, yeah. why is this made? Um, But I'm looking, I'm very much looking forward to this this movie same or show sorry mm-hmm. um but and... that, that's like all the major trailers from okay ccxp that i have okay well very cool um man there's so many cool ones to come out but uh come in and talk to us about it i want to hear what everybody else thinks about uh sell me on indie please because I, I i wish i liked indie more you know or avatar <laughs> sell them on avatar I'm I'm sold. I'm mostly sold on Avatar. But anyway, 
Thank you all so much for downloading us. <laughs> we, I mean, you know, we'll see. I, I, you know what? I'm they gonna change heard, my tune, they right? It. They did. I'm gonna, I'm gonna elongate it in post. Um, okay, just take it out. Right. Um, um, anyway, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Bye, everyone. This is Dylan, and I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.